All right, let's make this thing happen in three, two, one. Saturday, November 26, 2022. It's me. It's me. It's your favorite PhD that ain't using his degree. It's Dr. Goose live on the phone with my boy on the other side of the state, Mr. Fermi. Welcome back to your Anonymous Gamers podcast. Thanks, Goose. Sorry I missed you on uh, Turkey Day, but we're back, and this is one of the best days of college football for the whole season. First of all, how was Thanksgiving? It was good. It was good. Spent it with spent it with some family. Um, I, I was actually in a bowling tournament overnight and into Thanksgiving morning that obviously went in well into the morning, so it was fun. How'd you do? Got a lot. I, got, I got third, actually, which is surprising. Out of 108, it was a pretty good tournament. Did that pay any money? Yeah, I went 4X. So oh, nice, X, nice. So. so, you know, Fermi, I've been absolutely and totally getting killed in the World Cup. I might have to stop betting. Um, had my heart broken in so many over situations by a half goal. It's just it's been tough sledding on World Cup. How have you been doing there? Um, just sort of trudging along. I wouldn't say I hit anything big. Um, but I'm, And I'm not one to bet draws. You know, I... I know that that's a very, very important part of the game, but I, I always want to see goals. So I'm I'm just one of those people that just doesn't bet draws. So I I usually do small, like two or three team parlays uh, based on you know who's playing that day. Just so I'm I'm following along anyway, and I don't I don't go too crazy with soccer. But um, I've only hit one, um, and that was. I think it was the second day. So well, Thanksgiving Day, I had a great day, and it would have been it would have been a fantastic day if that uh, Brazil game would have went over. Um, that Turkey Day teaser came through and gave me a little change in my pocket for me. And it is Rivalry Week. I can never pronounce it. Rivalry Week. It's like it's 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 just stumping me. It's week. Yeah. It's week thirteen. Rivalry Week. There it is. Got it. And um, a lot of phenomenal games here for me for what's actually our last true Saturday of college football. Uh, you've got five picks. Um, huck and chuck them for me. Let's see what's going on. All right. Well, I'm going to start with the game of the day. Um, it it's, has to be the game of the day. Michigan at Ohio State. I like the Wolverines to cover here. I, I mean, I think the game's going to come down to offensive, defensive line. I mean, both teams are obviously very good offensively and defensively. I think Michigan can win the game up front. I really do. Um, they're going to pound the rock. The, where they lack is, I would say, passing. But McCarthy's able to do that. I, I, I think, I mean, it's not going to limit them too much. So I like the points here. I think giving them eight is is a big number. I do think it's going to be a very close game. Um, I probably think Ohio State will win as well. But I think Michigan keeps this close and, and uses those eight to cover. So I like Michigan plus eight. Do you like them just to cover? Or do you think? I mean, obviously you like them close, but do you think that they have a shot to win? I mean, they have a shot, but I, I do think Ohio State wins the game. Um, if this was less than seven, I would not touch this. I think this is within a touchdown, and that's why I'm taking the, the, the points here. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I just I think Ohio State is the better team. But I just think Michigan's offensive and defensive line are going to keep them in this game. I mean, I think that's really, really pivotal. Um, I mean, Michigan can run the ball with anybody. Um, so we'll see what happens. But I, I think Michigan um, covers plus eight. I like Memphis plus four and a half at SMU. 
Um, Memphis is starting to turn the corner a little bit. SMU's defense hasn't been great all year. Um, I think Memphis hangs in there. Um, and they could even upset them. Um, I, that would not surprise me. So I'm going back to the Big Ten. I got two more Big Ten picks, and they're coming out of the other half of the division, the West Division. So Indiana is at home against Purdue. Indiana is getting ten and a half. Uh, they played one of their best games last week, and Purdue had they just can't blow anybody out. I think they've won one game over a touchdown um, by more than a touchdown. I think Indiana hangs in there. This one is for Purdue to win the West. So this is a huge game for the Big Ten, even though I would say regardless of who wins the West, they're going to lose next week to, to Michigan or Ohio State. But um, I think Indiana hangs in there, plus 10.5 and, and, and covers. Also in the West, I have Illinois minus 14.5 at Northwestern. Uh, if Purdue loses, Illinois can, can still win the West. I think that's their only chance to even hang in there next week against the winner of that Michigan State or Michigan-Ohio State game. Um, so I like Illinois minus 14 and a half. And then my final pick of the day is going to be the Horned Frogs to cover and run the table. So I have them minus 10 and a half at, at home against Iowa State. Iowa State just hasn't looked good. Um, I do think they're going to put everything into this game, even though they're not playing for a bowl. I think Campbell will have the guys ready to go, but I, I just don't think it's going to be enough against that offense at TCU. Outstanding for me. Uh, I'm going to throw a couple games at you here. I know it's supposed to be coffee and quick picks, but you can just say pass or if you have any generic thoughts. Um, a lot of great games this weekend for me. One of them, right at the top of my list at 3.30, Oregon minus three at Oregon State, over under 57.5. The Ducks uh, potentially playing here for some for some very, very big implications. Uh, what do you think about that game? Any thoughts or is that a pass? So it's probably going to be a pass, but I would actually lean the under in that game. 57 and a half is a lot, and I think Oregon State's going to pound pound the ground. Um, I know Oregon is pretty up-tempo, but I think they're good enough to, to sort of keep Oregon in check. I don't think they run away with dropping 45 or something crazy on them. So I sort of like the under 57 there. Alabama minus 22 and a half at home in the Iron Bowl against Auburn over under 50 and a half. Um, Cadillac Williams, probably his last coaching game in, unless he wins and then they end up going to a bowl game. But, boy, for me, in a rivalry game like that, 21, 20, 21 points, anything over that, that's a lot of points. I know. I, I just don't see it from coming from Auburn. I mean, I uh, so Lane Kiffin's swirling, is the, that's the rumor swirling about next year's um, them filling in for, for Cadillac here. I, I, I mean, if there's any game that Saban wants to, like, just prove a point. I think this would be the one. I'm probably not touching this. I agree that's a lot of points delay, but it certainly would not surprise me if, if Alabama wins this by 30. So there's a couple games that uh, I'm going to take. The last one I want to throw out to you here um, is this Kansas State Kansas game. I'm so I was kind of surprised that you didn't put anything on this Kansas State minus 11 and a half over under 62 and a half. Um, what do you think about that matchup for me? So I, I was leaning Kansas state here. I actually have that game written down, but I just didn't pull the trigger on it. Um, but I thought the Kansas offense scares me a little bit. I feel like it could be a little bit of a trap. Um, we know they can score, but I do like Kansas state at home here. 
I'm on this over. It's at 64 and a half. I got it at 63 for Texas Tech, Oklahoma. Um, both teams are bowl eligible. So happy for uh, the Texas Tech Red Raiders last week coming through. It was an ugly game, outright ugly. Um, they should have lost, to be honest with you, Fermi. They should not have beat uh, Iowa State, but Iowa State made one fatal flaw. They wouldn't pass the ball. If you look at all their movement, all of their pretty much all their their primary explosive yardage in that game, it was all through the air, and it was actually through like a swing pass. I mean, it was like it was like Texas Tech could not stop anyone coming out of the backfield. Oklahoma is a very powerful team on offense, only minus two and a half on the road. Seems like a very very big trap game, and it and it's a game that Tech is certainly going to get up for. But for me, this this is going to be a little bit old school Big Twelve. It could be 35-31, 38-31, 38-35 type game. But give me the over in that for me. I think, uh, that game, I think, slid a little bit under the radar. Yeah, that's a good pick. I like it. Also, you know what? Here's another one, and I, I can't believe you didn't go back to his last uh, college football game here uh, in the uh, – well, in the regular season. Let me check their record. Yeah, well, they they play in a bowl game. Uh, Old Holt Nailers down there at East Carolina. The over-under on this East Carolina Temple game is only at 51-and-a-half, and that's a little surprising to me. Temple has strung together a, a couple good weeks. Now, again, I understand that they are 1-5 in in their last uh, – I'm sorry, 1-4 in, in their last five. But look at their last four games, and uh, you have a 20-point uh, put up, a 28, a 36 against Houston, and then they played Cincinnati and got held down. But look at East Carolina. East Carolina has been really hit or miss the last five games, 47, 34, 27, 27, and I'm sorry, 25 against Cincinnati, and then three against Houston. Doesn't seem like that's going to happen twice in a row for me. I like over 51 and a half there. Nice pick. And I, just one other thing about this game. Um, the win total for East Carolina this year was six and a half. They're sitting at six. So any East, East Carolina betters out there need this one for uh, cash. And the only other ones that I was looking at that I'm going to make a decision, probably, uh, probably on Twitter, I might make it here. I'll talk myself into it. That's SMU Memphis total. Is it 70? It, it is a little high for me. I don't know if that's going to go over the total. Any Any thoughts on that or is that a total pass for you? I mean, I, I could see it happening, and the only reason is because of Mordecai. I mean, you know that that SMU defense has holes all through. It looks like Swiss cheese. Um, but I'll tell you, Memphis offense just hasn't been the Memphis offense of old either, to your point. So um, I'm probably staying away from that line. I do like Memphis to cover that four and a half in that game. But And I think a game I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do an old Sunbelt teaser here. Maybe that's what I'm going to do. I think I talked myself into that a while ago. Uh, a little Sunbelt teaser here for me. SM, uh, Southern Miss is minus three and a half against UL Monroe. Looking for a chance to become bowl eligible. This is a huge game. Frank Gore in this team, uh, Frank Gore Jr. in this team have not stopped at all. UL Monroe is broken. If this would, this could have been for a bowl game, uh, but it's not anymore. And so I'd have to believe that Southern Miss is not only highly motivated, but that UL Monroe, sure, they, they want to play to end someone else's. But, uh, you know, what do they always say? It's, it's it's better to play for something than against something. So, you know, uh, voting's different. But playing is <laughs> playing when you actually have to physically do something. Southern Miss seems like the play and the side here for me. 
Yeah, that's a good play. I mean, and there's a lot of motivation there to get into a bowl, especially for teams that haven't been in bowls a lot. Um, I know Southern Miss has had a run, but um, they've sort of struggled through, you know, the last couple of years with, you know, not having a quarterback at times or, you know. So it, that's a good pick. I, and that's part of the reason um, – that's part of what I look at this last week. I mean, there's a lot to play for for bowls. I mean, schools get a lot more money. Um, there are probably incentives for a lot of coaches if they can get their teams to bowls. Um, so it is a big deal. I mean, that's that. there's a lot to incentivize teams. And finally, I, I'm looking at this over for App State and for Marshall. With App State being out of the um, – without with them being out of the, uh, the Sun Belt Championship game here, you know, they can still find an opportunity to score, run up points here, have a nice little end to their season. Georgia Southern – Gets a win, they become bowl eligible. Now, again, I don't know how many tie-ins the Sun Belt has, and it also would depend on a team like Southern Miss getting in versus them or someone else. So, you know, th- this total sitting at 62.5, you drop that down six points for me, that's 56.5. 57 is totally reasonable in a game like this with Appalachian State and Georgia Southern. Absolutely. That's actually a total that's very, very gettable. Um, we've seen both of those teams in shoot- shootouts this year. And they're both pretty pretty high-paced offenses. So um, I might have to take a look at that one, actually. I think I've talked myself into it. I, sometimes i got to talk you through it. And just this is what happens whenever you have Thanksgiving, right? That's my cat. My cat says, take it. All right, we're going to go. I'm going to go oh, over for Texas Tech and for Oklahoma. That's a 63. I like it up to actually to 65 for any of you guys taking it. I'm going to go over 51.5 at 1 o'clock for East Carolina and Temple might actually drop that down just down to 51, pay the extra juice for a half point because you just never know with these with these kickers and these extra points. And then I'm going to do a two-team teaser, six points. I'm going to take that over for App State and Georgia Southern down to 56.5, and, and then I'm going to take Southern Miss to win the game, but they'll ultimately end up plus 2.5 points on the day. Fermi, any final thoughts or college basketball or NFL for our true final weekend of college football. I'll give you one NFL pick really quick, and that is the Bears. That's weird to say, plus six at the Jets tomorrow. I think Zach Wilson getting benched um, for Mike White. I think that's a big question mark. I'm not saying Zach Wilson deserved the job, but um, Mike White is a big question mark. And I think Justin Fields is really looking good offensively. I think he's going to be able to use his legs and and score on the Jets a little bit tomorrow. And I just don't know if the Jets offense is going to be able to counter that. So I like the Bears plus six on the road at the Jets. A beautiful, beautiful weekend ahead. Any plans here for me for our last podcast here? We've had five podcasts in the last two weeks. Um, I'm going to be working at home today. We're going to get this house ready for Christmas now that now that Thanksgiving has passed. So I should be able to take in a lot of football um, the next two days and then get ready for this uh, holiday push. We get hit back-to-back, obviously. Absolutely. Speaking of back-to-back, next week, Mr. Fermi and I are going to do the conference championship game picks later in the week a little bit. We're going to let these things unfold. Might bring the Maction boys on, but we're definitely going to have a podcast out for you guys. Um, we're also going to get ready for our bowl season extravaganza where, we're, where we'll be making picks, and we'll probably do it week to week. What do you think, Fermi, like we did last year? We kind of split the bowls up a little bit. Yeah, I think we do 
maybe two or three, well, three or four probably podcasts over the course of bowl season. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful day. Everyone, please sit back. Make sure you get all those leftovers in. Make sure you put your screaming cats outside and leave them out there while you're eating so that you can eat in peace and watch all this wonderful college football for week 13. Yes, NCA week 13. Enjoy and have a great day. And remember, it's only a problem when you're losing.